Good afternoon, Michaela. Hi, Joy. How are you, sweetie? I'm well. How are you? I am very good, hon. So has the weather hit you yet there in Ottawa? It has. It's kind of snowy out. It's not looking too awesome. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, I know it's supposed to hit here in Alliston or our part of the region at around mm -hmm. five or seven tonight. But uh, hey, it's all part of the winter season, right? Exactly. That's it, honey. So welcome to the Joy Foster podcast, Michaela. And I'm so glad you're on. I've been spreading your news all over Unwritten underscore Enterprise on Instagram and letting everybody know about you and your great things that you're doing. So welcome, honey. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, sweetheart. So as I always say to my listeners, um, I know about you and uh, I've known you as you graced our show on Written Stories of Significance. And uh, now you're gracing this platform. So I know about you, sweetheart. I'd like you to introduce yourself to the listeners, please. All right. So hello, everyone. My name is Michaela Cheeseman. Uh, I am 24, turning 25 this year. I am a digital marketer and a awesome, a fitness enthusiast overall. I think just fitness is amazing. And I am very passionate about it for more reasons than one for myself and for other people. Okay. And that you did share, like you shared a lot throughout our pre-interview. So I know we're going to cover a lot and let's get everybody onto your platform on what you're so passionate about health and everything. So what made you so passionate about health? Tell us, tell us, tell us that story. Okay. I will definitely tell that story. Go for it. Okay. So I was a really athletic kid. I always was doing something, moving my body in a certain way, whether that was dance, figure skating, uh, gymnastics, pretty much you name it. I participated in it. I was very athletic, very strong from a young age. And somewhere along the way, I sustained what I theorize as a bit too many injuries, uh, which resulted in me having to take up some lower impact sports in high school. And I did synchronized swimming, actually, as it's called now, artistic swimming. Uh, and I really bonded with that and with my swimming coach. We developed an amazing relationship. Uh, and then after that, I went off to college. I decided to study film. And that was a great program. But during college, I noticed that my pain that had been getting worse throughout the years, causing me to take up a low impact sport, had been getting a lot worse. And I had a really hard time standing for more than 30 minutes at a time without a lot of pain and I was waking up in pain and it was all throughout my legs. It was just started at my ankles. It went all the way up to my knees, partly up to my hips. It was just this horrible burning pain feeling that I, I suffered with for a few years after that. Um, so I oh. tried to seek help. I went to the hospital, the ER and where, where I was going to college. And they had told me that I, was just seeking uh, pain drugs. They had told me that I was not experiencing that level of pain because they couldn't see anything wrong with me. And it was horrible. I, I didn't know what was wrong with me and nobody was helping me. And the hospital actually refused to serve me because they thought that I was coming in to get drugs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where did that, where would that thought pattern come from? Like, <laughs> You know, I think where I went to school, uh, unfortunately, there was a lot of uh, 
drug activity. So they had thought that I was just somebody else coming in and wanted to purchase uh, drugs with my fiance because my fiance was there with me in support because neither of us knew what was wrong with me. Um, wow. And so that was just, that whole experience was, was so traumatic. And I'm thankful that somebody else was there to see it because I, I refer to this experience quite often as being the starting point of when I thought like there's something wrong here. And you know, the healthcare system had failed me at that, in that moment. Um, so, you know, I graduated my program. I had moved on from film school. I really enjoyed the program. Like I said, that actually fueled a passion inside of me for digital marketing, uh, later on in life. Uh, I really enjoy content creation, filming, and that is what I promote on my platform. I'm all about creating videos and, and sharing what I'm so passionate about. So that part really helped. But the experience that I had was so negative with my health that I I had refused to seek help for a few years after that until in uh, about 2020, which, of course, was when everything else started happening. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Yeah, really. So that was maybe not the best time to dig into my health. But at the time I had I did have some time open to me. So I started digging and through many specialists, many waiting periods. Uh, many physiotherapy sessions, uh, what felt like countless hours of, of trying to do my own research and, and wondering what the heck was wrong with me because I was in pain all the time. Uh, right. And I was just slowly getting worse. I was using a cane. I was like using two leg braces. Wow. Uh, somewhere along the way, they had discovered that I had uh, medial meniscus tears in both of my knees. I had cysts in the back of my knees. I had patellofemoral syndrome. There was just so many things wrong with my knees and it all started from there. And that was determined like throughout many years. And it was something so small, right? but it, it caused so much of an impact in my life. Like from my heels all the way to the tip of my head, this pain was just overbearing. Um, can I interject for a second yeah. here, just to ask you a question? Because we had this great, great, great conversation. Mm-hmm. So when, when, just reeling it back a little bit, how old were you at the time when you were we're dealing with this stuff. How old? I was 18. 18. Okay. So 18 years old. So did it start with, um, how did the pain start in your knees? It was just something I noticed when I was going my, through my day-to-day activities. Like I had just gotten to college. I was, you know, in film production. So I was standing for long periods of time. Yes. And it was just really the standing. And then when I'd get home and go to sleep, uh, my legs would just burn. It was terrible. So that's how it really started. Holy cow, hon. Okay. Just had to share that. So, you know, anybody can oh my God, like I should go check my knees. I, you know what I mean? It's something yeah. kind of a, you know, it's okay to go keep getting checked out. Okay. Continue, honey. I didn't want to take you off. Hope I didn't take you off a thought pattern there. No, not at all. No, okay. it's important because, you know, not every pain is going to be the same cause. Like it was very, it was a mystery to me, but you know, every, every pain is different and, and tells you different things. That's so right. that was actually a good question. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so when I was, let's see. Um, so after college, after I graduated, I decided to uh, really like poke into what was going on. And then of course I decided, I determined that I had uh, meniscus tears in 2020 when I was, and that would make me 22 years old at the time. And then I just was on a path to deal with it. I got uh, two surgeries. The problem with that is that there is one at a time, which is the way that they 
typically do things, but I was having a really hard time only doing one surgery at a time because when I was recovering my right knee, my left knee was getting worse and I was relying on my left leg to support my right leg healing. Uh And it was just, it was a whole disaster. So that whole year was really, really rough. And by the time I had both surgeries, it was end of 2021. Um, So that was, it was, it was a while before things kind of got through, but you know, um, it, it was, it was really difficult. And the one theme that I kept hearing throughout was, keep moving your body as ways in ways that you can keep exercising because of course I was doing physiotherapy, which was requiring me to uh, be doing various knee exercises to strengthen my muscles. And, you know, on certain days it was just so hard to do that because I would be in pain from, you know, honestly day-to-day activities. Like I I don't have access to a car. I still don't, I'm trying to save up, but (laughs) I would have to go out to groceries and I ended up just having to get everything delivered or relying on help from family. Um, So that was just an absolute uh, disaster of a year. But also going to, I want to flag this because you're young, Mm -hmm. right? And you said, didn't have a car, affording everything else. I've taken physiotherapy and I know if you have benefits, which you didn't have benefits at the time because you weren't working, right? Right, yes. So that was out of pocket. Oh, everything still is, yep. So that was expensive. Yes. So how many times did you have to go to the physiotherapist? Um, on and off for a period of about two years. Like the Whoa. The, well, the thing is... I had to go for a lot of time before when they were figuring out what's wrong with me. Right. And then I had to go through physio after my uh, two surgeries. The first one, I had kind of run out of money uh, and I wasn't really relying on assistance at the time. So I had actually gotten so bad, I applied to Ontario Works with the pandemic and my basically my non-ability to um, hold a job at the time. And, and I didn't really, I don't know, at the time it's difficult because I wasn't really qualified for too, too many things. Right, and I needed right. more money than I was making for my physiotherapy. Yes. So I was able to find a program that was on Ontario works that was able to take me. So, um, but that was only for a few months, uh, if that for a physio. So on and off about two years. Uh, and thankfully my physiotherapist is really awesome. And she was able to subsidize my cost after a while, just because I was going so much. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That is important to flag because it's part of our healthcare. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Like that could be another platform to talk about, but here is to to really focus on where you came from, why you're doing what you're doing and why you're so passionate about, I don't want to say the company name and what you're doing because I want you to brand it with your beautiful voice. So, but uh, (laughs) that's a long journey, pretty girl. That's a long journey. It is. Wow. Okay. Next chapter. So you (laughs) went through all of that and keep going. Just go for it. Go. Okay. So I went through all of that. Uh, Like I said earlier, the most common theme was focusing on moving your body. I was told this by my physiotherapist. I was told this by my friends, my family, my doctors. So even though it was really, really hard and basic tasks exhausted me, um, I had to find a way to still fit what I could in. And that's where I had to, I was forced to uh, develop the mindset of do what you can. Um, And it was interesting because the theme of fitness kept coming around. Obviously I've been an athlete um, and 
during my journey of when I was figuring out what was wrong with my knees, I had reconnected with my uh, synchronized swimming coach. Like I said, back in high school, right. I did that. And she was able to encourage me to do exercise uh, through a platform that she was using that has so many fitness programs on it. And she encouraged me to start uh, doing what I could. So before my knees got really bad, I completed a program for about three months. And honestly, I just stuck to that. Like it was glue. It was my, it, it helped my mental health. It helped my physical health. Um, and then obviously as my knees got worse, I did less and less, but I was still able to come back to it. I was still able to do meditations, some stretching. I was actually at one point between my two surgeries, I was working out in a folding chair in my living room, doing a dance program because that was all I could do. I was just moving my upper body, I was, uh, I was getting out of the chair when I could. And of course, because of the lack of, uh, physical activity, the lack of mobility and physical activity, I had just gained so much weight. So I have these videos of myself, like, I don't know, 30 pounds heavier than I usually am just like working out in a folding chair in my living room. And I look at those videos and part of me cringes, but part of me smiles because I keep thinking that this is what I could do. And I did the damn thing. That's right. That's right. You could have just sat there and go, whoa, me. Yeah. But you probably had those days, but I, you... <laughs> I want to touch upon that for a little minute because they're listening to your story. Now they're going to listen to this. Okay. But how did she, did she have her down days? So give yourself a pat on the back for when you did what you did, honey, give yourself a pat on the back. But okay. how were those days though, mentally? Like, how the heck did you keep yourself strong when you knew that you couldn't do what you had loved to do with your sports and everything, hon? Professional athlete. I just kept thinking back to what I used to be. And I know that that's, it's kind of an, it's kind of a toxic culture to compare yourself what you used to be. But at the same time, you know, being an athlete, I had a goal of eventually getting back to doing the activities that I used to do. So I kept thinking like, I want to be able to swim again. I want to be able to squat again. I want to be able to walk. I kept saying this. I want to be able to walk by 50. I still said that today. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to walk because I have like, even though my injuries may be non-significant to, you know, a surgeon or a doctor, they're still significant to me. And I really want to emphasize that because no matter how small these injuries on both my knees threw my entire body out of alignment. So the reason why I work out is to correct that so on my down days i thought well i can either just shrivel into a ball or i can do something about it and just keep going to my physiotherapy keep doing a little bit every day um and it was terrible like i had days where i don't even know how i dealt with myself let alone my fiance living with me but- <laughs> lord give me strength yeah <laughs> oh how was that? okay that's okay i want to focus on you because but wow Oh my gosh, honey. Keep going. No, I just, I just love it. I love what you're saying. Because I can sure. relate on many ways. But anyway. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you asked me how I got through it. And I, I think what I kept coming back to is I kept picturing my future. And I kept thinking I have to keep doing physical activity to move when I'm older. Like I, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to do all these things. And I think that somewhere along the way I realized that life has a really mean sense of humor sometimes. Yes. Um it's like, yeah. hey, you want to be you you are an athlete. You want to be more of an athlete. You want to keep progressing. You want to, you know, travel, run around, uh have kids and like be bending down and picking things up after. Yes. Here's knee injuries at 22. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm so, laughing with you, honey, not at you. Oh, okay? I know. Because I just got to snip just a little second and tell me if I'm talking too much because that's what speakers do. But <laughs> uh, you can laugh at that because I can absolutely understand what you're thinking. Now, when I got sick, I was in my early 30s. And when I had my brain tumors and multiple brain surgeries and I was building this business, I thought I was the happiest person on earth, love life, and then wham. And it was like, how the heck? So I can understand what you're saying. And people say, how do you keep smiling through it? Every time I used to go to TGH and Mount Sinai, Michaela, and I'd mm -hmm. sit there and test at the test at the test, MRIs, MRIs. I kept on visualizing myself where I wanted to be. Yep. And that kept me going. So exactly. I totally understand. Go, keep going, honey. Keep no, going. exactly. That's exactly it. So I kept visualizing that. And I knew that the only way I was going to get through it was through fitness. And the entire time, like I said, I had I developed that relationship with my synchronized swimming coach who was working out with me virtually. And uh, this really helped because I could do this from anywhere. Like even if I was, you know, at my... If I was traveling, if I was in a hotel room, if I was not that I did much traveling, but I'm saying that I could do this anywhere. I could, you know, work out in my bedroom. I could watch these workout videos or listen to a meditation uh, from whatever I pleased, even just to watch something to inspire myself to get up and move. That's what I did in the days that I was in the folding chair. I watched the dance video and eventually I would get out of the folding chair. So this was something that I would constantly come back to. And, you know, obviously fitness is a huge theme in my life. So eventually I started to get better and better and I started to build on these programs. And honestly, even though the physiotherapy did me so well, like it helped me so well, I really think that fitness and sticking to workout programs and having a support of my, my synchronized swimming coach and, and this amazing friend who had brought to me this world of her accountability group, her fitness and, and her encouragement and her texting me every day just provided the support that I needed. Wow. Oh, gosh. Michaela? Wow. So I got to keep working out then. And I'm 61. So I got to keep going and doing knee bends and keep going and never stop, right? Exactly. Do what you uh -huh. can. Well, I'm going to join what you're going to talk about next because I'm going to come on your platform because I love what you're doing. And especially why I love it, honey, is because you're young. And you're young and beautiful and you're going to inspire other young people to this great platform and business that you're doing. So go, I keep saying go for it with you. But I, just feel like a, I just feel like a coach on the side of the pool. Go, Kayla. Go, Michaela. Go. Well, that's, <laughs> so, what my, that's what my coach was doing. Like, it's, it's so nice to have a friend and somebody who was encouraging me at the same time. And just yes. go, go, go. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you right now, go, because I'm so, I want to say the name, but I don't want to say the name. So, okay. okay. Go for it. <laughs> See, there I go again. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So in between the time of my, you know, struggles and my ups and downs, I had come up with the name, um, Team Phoenix Spirit. And that was something that I connected to my Instagram account initially because I wanted to share my progress. I had created, actually, fun fact, side note here, I created an Instagram account uh, before I moved to Canada because I forgot to mention that when I, uh, it was in 2019 when I moved to Canada. I'm from the US. Right. So I created an account to document my journey of moving.
Canada. And somewhere along the lines of when I was having all that knee trouble, I rebranded my Instagram account to Team Phoenix Spirit, and I themed it around my fitness journey. And this purpose was to encourage people, no matter what, to get up every day and do something different, do what they can. And honestly, there's a lot of it takes a lot of work. Like yes. I'm not going to say I was getting up every day and, and loving my life, but you know, Team Phoenix Spirit, the idea is you you have a chance every single day to do something different. Like when you when your head hits the pillow, a race start again, get up, start again. So you can always rise to the top in that way. And that's why I created Team Phoenix Spirit. And this was amazing. This was like my, my life's passion. Wow. So why the name Team Phoenix Spirit? Like, where did that come from? Well, because the Phoenix, I like to, the Phoenix rises from the ashes. So no matter how horrible your situation is and I've, I've heard this theme used a lot it's not super unique to me but I, I thought of this euphemism that I love no matter how bad your situation is you can always find a way to climb or rise out of it even if it's just a little bit every day so mm -hmm. that's where the phoenix and then the spirit came from was having that mindset so phoenix is the uh, I think it's the word is euphemism or metaphor. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And the spirit is adopting that mindset, really. So it, it ties everything together. Team Phoenix spirit, rise up every single day. Do your best. Wow. And that's your that's your mission statement? Yes. I think dream, transform, and rise is my mission statement. <laughs> wow, honey. And how long have you been doing this? I have been working on this for a couple of years now, obviously with my ups and downs of my journey, it's been, uh, it's been slow, but it's always come back to fitness. And I want to talk about what I do on that platform. Go for it. See so, if I go again. Go, Michaela. Go, Michaela. <laughs> um, so Team Phoenix Spirit is a fitness group. It's my accountability fitness group. In addition to me sharing my journey on my Instagram, I run a private accountability group on the side that is titled Team Phoenix Spirit. And it is a fitness, nutrition, mental health accountability group to show up for what you want to be doing. And this is really awesome because I can actually run this group inside the platform that I already use to work out from. So the platform that I use for fitness workouts is called Body, uh, B-O-D-I, and this has hundreds and thousands of workout videos and nutrition videos and mindset work and just everything that you could possibly need to start a fitness journey from where you are today. And mm. this has a group on it, which I have titled Team Phoenix Spirit. Now, I run plenty of uh, free groups along the side uh, every so often through like Facebook Messenger groups. But really, my main focus is in my Team Phoenix Spirit private accountability group on the fitness platform body. And it is paid, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. I want to be able to really make my life on my dream. And I spend so much time and effort helping people and showing, like, showing themselves that they can show up for them that this is, this is what Team Phoenix Spirit is all about. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So anybody can join this. Anybody can join it, regardless of the fitness level. You just All have right. to have the motivation to just say yes, really. Okay, so now is there a link? Like I'm going to share all this throughout the podcast. So when I post it, I'm going to do links to you everywhere. So don't worry about that. But <laughs> if you can just share that part, that link, like what what is the link that they need to link to? Right, so that would be 
my link tree in Team Phoenix Spirit. And that can be found actually conveniently on my Instagram. Uh, that's my link in my bio. Okay. Uh, I don't have the exact URL pulled up right now, but it's Linktree. If you search Linktree and then team.phoenix.spirit, okay. that would be where all my links are. And I also have an application form. So if you're not sure what to start, but you know that you want to begin a fitness journey, I have a form that shares everything you could possibly think of, plus room for questions and comments about you know what each person would want to do. So for example, if you went to this link and you right. were looking at this form, you would see, you know, what's your name? What are your goals? Where you want, where do you want to see yourself in three to six months from now? Uh, and then asking various questions about how you feel about certain areas in uh, mental health, nutrition, fitness, your, uh, your levels, etc. And then of course that provides me a lot of information so that we can talk about, you know, what program would work really well for you. Actually, my friend just ended her, program that she was doing called fire and flow and we're going to talk about uh her next step because she's finished a program and i wanted to start strong in the next one and she is just she's she's actually an interesting case she's not an athlete but she's my best friend and she has been with me since fourth grade and she uses fitness for her mental health specifically not necessarily to get stronger i find that she you know doesn't as much I don't want to say care, but the moves themselves are not super important. What's important is it's reducing her back pain. But what's mm -hmm. most important to her is her mental health and her anxiety. It is helping her so much in that way. So wow. um, that's what I want to share about that. Oh, my God. You know, you're you're more powerful than you know. You know that, eh, Michaela? I'm learning it. <laughs> no, no, you are, honey. I'm telling you right now, you are. You oh, are. You. Because you're welcome, sweetheart. I want to bring you back and yes. I want you to come back with that friend of yours from fourth grade. Okay. And I'd love for her to share both of you um, on her experience with team Phoenix spirit. That would be amazing. Yes. So let's do that after I put this one out and maybe two or three days from now, I don't want it down in 2025 or 2028. <laughs> right or if i'm like in my 80s hello michaela like you know what i mean <laughs> i want to do it I'm supposed to laugh at that <laughs> i want oh to do gosh. it now honey i want to do it now because this is awesome my brain is just clicking because i run an event called woman to woman and um and i'm going to be doing another one called roadmap but woman to woman is coming out and like i said to you i can imagine you on a screen like a projector so mm -hmm. let me take a five ten minute break how long are these classes by the way how long uh any of the the fitness the fitness programs yes have? yes with team phoenix spirit oh man they there's hundreds of them they're anywhere between five minutes to an hour okay so let's say we take a 10 minute okay five ten minutes okay you imagine a bunch of women in a room and just walk out sort of digressing or fill your face with a muffin and you know a cup of tea <laughs> and chit chat but say no 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 you got your shoes in your gym bag. So I'm branding you right now as we speak. We're going to stop and we're going to listen to Michaela Cheeseman, creator and founder of Team Phoenix Spirit. Here we go. Click you on the projector. This big, big screen comes up and there you are. Okay, ladies. That's what I want to do with you with my events. That sounds amazing. Yes. And I can even do my own program because one of my dreams, actually, I forgot to mention is that I would like to be a personal trainer because right now I have some education but yeah. I want to put a label on it I want to be able to be Michaela Cheeseman 
certified personal trainer, like all of that. So wow. I could even do my own. Well, you know, you're welcome anytime. I'm giving you the invite now. For I'm sure. giving you, you the invite now so you can come and sit and help us. Because my goal is, is to inspire the young people and give them platform to showcase what they do. Yes. And that's what Kimberlite does. And I will continue doing that until, you know, whenever. But right now while I'm breathing, I'm going to be doing it. And I'm inviting you to it. So I'm going to let you know about the next series that I'm doing because you're coming. Okay. Thank you. That sounds amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome, honey. And anything, a professional trainer, my God, watch out world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doesn't that excite you though? It does. And I feel like I have such a unique uh, niche or, or Nike or, or Nietzsche, whatever you want to call it. But okay. I, have such, I have such a unique uh, pathway, I think, because yeah. I can, um, I can help people who are either beginners or who have some limitations. Obviously, I always say talk to your doctor first, but when starting any exercise, but I have that ability to really take workouts and make them more low impact for people who may not be able to move as much. So I think that that's a very unique thing that I can bring to the world. Yes, you will, honey. And you are, not will, you are doing it. And I'm yeah. blessed to have you. Is there anything else you want to say, honey? Is there anything else you want to share about your wonderful life and Team Phoenix spirit? Well, I'm going to be 25 this year and I'm just beginning. That's what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just beginning. Well, Michaela, I thank you so much for coming on the Joy Foster podcast. I'm going to be sharing this throughout all my platforms. Now, you said that you're not on LinkedIn, right? Um, I am on LinkedIn, actually. Okay. So we're going to share some information after this because I want to get you on LinkedIn, right? Because we've got the Instagram but we already talked about the other platform, which I really don't use much, but I use Instagram and I use LinkedIn and I want to get you out to LinkedIn because there's a lot of people that would love to even utilize your services within their business. And, you know, you can think of even corporate, you can think of just employees, just giving their employees a little bit of a downtime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's so many avenues on that you can go with this. So there really are. It's completely infinite. Oh, my God. So can you say your name again? Say the company name again. All right. I am Michaela Cheeseman, and I have created the initiative Team Phoenix Spirit to help people dream, transform themselves, and rise up in as many ways as possible. And I am just beginning. Okay. On that note, thank you, Michaela, for coming on the Joy Foster podcast. You have been a blessing, and I can't wait for part two. Thank you, Joy. I have enjoyed welcome. this. You're welcome, sweetheart. You are amazing. Talk soon. All right. Bye, Joy. Bye-bye, sweetheart.